98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. I know Burnsy today. He is under the weather. Got a little sick. Get that text early in the morning, and he wasn't feeling good. So, Kellen, kind enough to fill in, and uh, we're taking you right up till 6 o'clock. A lot of Cardinals talk. We played a lot of the sound from Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray and joining us, and he's done a great job. 23 years covering the Cardinals. Our good friend, Darren Urban from azcardinals.com. Darren, how are you? Gamble, how are you? I'm good. Kellen's filling in for Burns. He was a little under the weather today, so we're going to get through this day without him. He's just avoiding me. I know that. That's what it is. <laughs> it has to be that. I'm, I'm impressed that Kellen's doing, covering all the, the soap opera that is the Suns, and he's still able to fill in on the radio all this time. Hey, busy guy, busy time of year. It's not the kind of busy I would prefer right now. I'd prefer the busy to be about what's happening on the basketball court, but you know how it is, Darren. Sometimes it is, sometimes oh, it isn't. Oh, he knows. I, mean, I, mean, I don't you... know what you're talking about. There's been no drama around <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, oh. Come on. When you were at the Tribune, didn't you cover a bunch of different things in the beginning? Oh, yeah, I did. I, I, there was a, I, I covered plenty of Suns once upon a time plenty of Dimebacks. I covered the Coyotes for as a beat writer for a full season. So yeah, I've been See? all over the place. You know it. All right, let's let's talk about a couple different things. One, I'm I'm surprised at this dominance that Carolina's had over the Arizona Cardinals. Look, I can understand if it was Green Bay or or somebody like that, but I'm surprised at how how much success Carolina has had against the Cardinals. Are you? I mean, a little bit in part because I mean now when we start talking about how long the the quote the winning streak is, I mean we're stretching back over uh, three coaches now, so it's it's there's a lot of player turnover, that, and that three coaches that's just for the Cardinals. The, the Panthers have obviously had uh, a couple coaches themselves, so you know it, it, it's a very it's it's strange in some ways. I mean I I do think that for whatever reason, whatever Matt Rule has done the last couple of years, he seems to have the Cardinals number, especially defending them. And I know I, I don't have the, the 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 stat right off the top of my head, but I do know the Panthers under Matt Rule, if they hold you down with their defense, they tend to win. And if you score, I don't know, I think if you score 18 points or 20 points, you have a good chance of beating the Panthers. So I think the Cardinals, who are obviously struggling to find their offense right now, really need to, to have that happen this weekend to try and get out of this uh, funk against the Panthers. Why is it that they struggle to find their offense. I mean, there's so many. Uh, you would think with, with the loss of the uh, they, and they played just so poorly at many times without DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't understand why because you, you've got great tight ends, you've got other really good wide receivers, you've got good running backs. Why do you think they've struggled to get a rhythm going offensively when DeAndre's not playing? Well, let's be fair, Gambo. If I really knew that answer, I'd walk upstairs and get myself a raise and work on the football side. But I mean, I, I do think that. Um, I think when the Cardinals were going really good offensively early last season, I think their run game was really tough. James Conner was healthy. Chase Edmonds was healthy. Kyler did some stuff, but he dropped off significantly last year as a runner. It was it was really those two running backs, and they were doing a lot of really good things, and they were playing from the lead. Um, they were able to get the lead. They were able to definitely have a balanced kind of attack, and that's gone right now. They're playing from behind. They're not running the ball quite as well. Um, and then they they just don't have the ability to do as much. And I, I think this team this team is really set up. Not that most teams wouldn't really work well from ahead, but I do think this team works much better from ahead. And that's why having a good start on offense and defense, for that matter, is so crucial this weekend. 
Darren, you just alluded to it a bit. We follow each other on Twitter, so you see me angrily tweeting along to Cardinals games like I'm sure many other people do. <laughs> and uh, my goodness, the one thing that has been getting me up and down, pacing around my living room, yelling at the TV, has been Kyler's lack of involvement in the run game, which you just spoke on a little bit. It just seems like the most obvious skill for them to utilize from him. What we Kyler talked about it a bit today, but what have just been your impressions of the drop-off you mentioned last year and just the lack of it this year so far as well? I can't, at this point, I'm struggling to really put a finger on exactly where that goes. I mean, today, Kyler was talking about how, you know, that's what the game plan is, and he'll run if that's part of the game plan, and he has no problem with that. But, you know, we, at one point, last, I think it was the off season of 2021, where he said, I think my legs are a luxury. They're not a necessity. It's not, I don't want to count on them. So I, I think he's kind of, he's kind of evolving in his thought process. I mean, look, we all know the reality is is nobody in this building and really in the fan base wants to see Kyler Murray get hurt. So I do think you need to pick and choose. And like last week against the Rams, part of your issue was the, the way the kind of the game played out. The Rams were playing a lot of zone. And when you've got all 11 guys watching you as you leave the pocket, even if you're able to get out there, there's probably a hit coming at some point. And I know he's really good about getting down, but I do think think that can get in your head a little bit about making sure you're staying healthy for a 17-game season. All that said, I wrote last week after the Raiders game where it was pretty clear that the, him using his legs means a lot, that it does feel like that's that's an element that they they need to get to because it, it just it changes so much in terms of, of, of what they can do. Darren Urban from azcardinals.com joining us on the program. It, it, no stat means more to me that I've with Kylan than this one. That, that we've been talking about on the radio station for the last 24 to 48 hours. They're 9 and 1 when he runs 10 or more times. They're 14 and 14 when he runs 5 to 9 times. And they're 0 10 and 1 when he doesn't run. Four or less. I mean, if you want to talk about a stat that means something, 0 11 and 1 with four or less, 14 and 14, 5 to 9, and 9 and 1 when he runs 10 times or more. I know we don't want him getting hurt. I get it. But it doesn't seem like they win football games unless he's running. I I see where you're going. I saw the stat, and I don't necessarily disagree. But at the same time, I do think there's nuance there. Um, you don't want to slip in with your quarterback running the same way that people fall into. Well, you know, this team is... 25 and 2 when they, you know, run the ball 30 times. Well, yeah, because you're running the ball 30 times because you're playing w- with the lead usually. And and that's that's a, that's a dangerous thing to get into. Now, obviously it's different with the quarterback, but again, I just think there's a lot that goes into it. I agree that you probably want to get in a position where he's much more of a threat running the ball. Um, but I also I do not see how Kyler Murray can be uh, a, a Lamar Jackson or even to a lesser extent a Trey Lance because you can't afford for him to get hurt because when he did get hurt the last couple years, his play drops, and then you're really in trouble. Yeah, I'm going to say this knowing full well that Isaiah Simmons wasn't able to cover Christian McCaffrey at all last year when he had all those catches against him. But when you look at the snap count or the lack of snaps that Isaiah Simmons is getting and guys like Ben Neiman, is it a scheme thing? Is it is he just not getting his? Is he needing more experience? What are you seeing out there from Isaiah? 
I, I mean, I, I think we've reached a kind of a watershed time for Isaiah Simmons, and it's there's kind of a fork in the road. That's how it feels like to me, because it just feels like this has gone in a direction where I don't know if, if we end up where we are right now unless there's been a bunch of stuff and uh, things talked about with him and coaches and stuff for a while now, and then now it's just kind of coming to a head. That I, I'm speculating, but that's kind of how it feels. And you know, all I can go by is what the coaches are saying right now, which is he is improving in practice and he's going to do better. But I mean, the the proof is in the snap count, and his his percentage of snaps did go up way more. He didn't just have one right. more snap last week. They played a lot fewer defensive snaps. But um, unless he gets back to that full time snap count, then obviously. Obviously, he's not doing something or isn't proving something to the coaches that they have to see. And, and that's all we can go by is what happens on a weekly basis. Always appreciate you carving out a few minutes for us, Darren. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, that's Darren Urban from azcardinals.com.